to Joey, Chris, and Gabe, Master of the Universe Horror Podcast, which, by the way, rocks. My name is Suzanne Snyder, and you guys need to listen to this podcast. Thanks. everybody welcome back to master of the universe podcast joey here along with old cj and old what do do? and old gabe man how y'all gotta do it tonight <laughs> so far so good so far dude so we're today we're talking about 2007's paranormal activity and this is one that chris did see in theaters there's a shocker for you right chris <laughs> indeed Tell us, uh, tell us that story before we, you know, we, yeah. we fucking completely unfold this bad boy. I actually had a lot of fun watching this. Actually, and that is uh, when I first saw this, when it came out in the mainstream theater. So, for those of you that don't know, this movie, it takes place October, September, October 2006. It was released in 2007, the following year, at uh, Scream Fest. It's a horror movie film festival, kind of like the horror edition of the Cannes Film Festival. And then it was released in the mainstream, you know, majority of theaters in America and Canada in September of 2009, which uh, that is when I went to see it. And I went to go see it on a date. And believe it or not, the date was not with Nancy. No one saw that one coming. Yeah, that uh, I have, you know, I was, you know, doing a little bit of research, you know, because it's, you know, you, I'm always interested in films like this when it comes to like, you know budget wise and it, it was made for like 15,000 um ish it's real cheap because uh yeah the director basically what i understand is the director said his fucking house was like he would hear shit and um that's what gave him the idea to to do this and i think he said he, he put up like a video camera I was recording it and all kinds of weird shit i mean i don't know if there's any footage of that shit going on but that's you know from him dude but he could just be trying to put the film over who knows but that's what he says was the idea and then fucking it goes on you know when he sells it it goes on to make 194 193.4 million dude so that's a hell right. that's a hell of a it's, return and, and, oh it's it's not even that because even if you count the because here's the thing it's the the, the actual pre-production yes fifteen thousand. post-production after the fact was like two hundred and twenty thousand. let's just say quarter mil quarter mil to 193 million holy goodness you go from like you know you know, upper middle class, someone who's dreaming of one day living in Chavano Park, to someone who won the Mega Millions. That's what you did. On Brenda Lane. <laughs> on Brenda Lane, yeah. <laughs> G Money, what's your background on this on this shit, man? Oh man, well, I, I heard a lot of hype on the movie, but I, I never really got a chance to actually watch it until my friend ended up calling me up saying, "Hey, you know, I want some." radio show tickets you know to go see this damn movie i've already seen it with the wife you know i want to see if you want to go see it i was like yeah sure you know i've been hearing all the hype on it that it's some scary ass shit and you know give you nightmares sure you know i'll go ahead and go so we went and took off watched the damn movie 
Yeah, it was a, it was pretty damn good. The whole damn crowd was getting into it, man. Yeah. Like it, that's one thing. Like you know, when some of these scary parts ended up happening, man, you can hear the whole crowd just get all like gasping for air. You know, like they. Couldn't, oh yes. They couldn't believe half of that shit. No, it's like oh snap. The the movie was the movie was cool. It was chill up until one point that actually freaked me out out of the whole damn movie. And it's like my favorite part of the whole damn movie was. Uh, uh, one of the characters in this movie is uh, her name's Kate or Katie, and she actually ends up leaving her. I think we were talking about this on a previous podcast where your foot is hanging off the bed after you see a horror movie. You know, if someone's going <laughs> to yeah. get you from underneath the bed, fucking drag your ass down the hallway. Are you, yeah, are you, so, is that like was that... a cool thing? These. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead, man. These characters actually played their, their own selves. Like, for example, Katie, her real name is Katie, Katie Featherstone. And right. then Mika, his real name is Mika in real life. So everyone, and, and Mark, like Dr. Friedrichs, his real name is Mark Friedrichs. Like everyone's playing their true self name. That's one of the things is like you give things a real feel, a genuine feel, and you cause the audience to be more into it because it feels so real. Even though we know it's <laughs> it, a was work, a work you know, we, it was a work shoot. It was a work shoot. shoot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. No, that that's badass. I didn't know that the, the, the doctor like see that like like when all that shit started happening. I, that's when I started like popping more when they have uh what is he like a, uh, the guy that comes over and he's like I gotta leave. What's is he is he a doctor of what? I don't know. I don't remember. But I know he, he's just a basic psychiatrist. Okay, that's what I had like initially thought, but I wasn't 100 percent. But yeah, he comes in there. He's like, "Oh no, I gotta go." And I was like laughing. I was like, "This fool's like, man, y'all fucked up." I'm like, "I'm on out of here." I uh, I didn't watch this in theaters or anything like that because I had watched like Blair Witch when it came out, and it terrified me because you thought it was like a real fucking movie. And I'm like 12 years old or whenever when it came out when I saw it, and um, like I kind of felt dumb after the fact. I was like, oh, so it wasn't real? You know, when I, you know, you did more research a couple of months later and shit. And, and, uh, so when I heard about this, I was like, oh, this is another one of those working ass films. So I kind of like, didn't have any interest, kind of like, like you gave, like to see it. And I didn't see it for fucking years. I think the first time I saw this shit was probably like five years ago ish. And, you know, when I really, like, I've always been into horror movies, but like where I actually was like, I'm going to watch like everything I can. And I put this thing on. And I was like genuinely like wow that and, and I put it on again you know of course for for this review and I watched it like five times because you know I'm watching it in bed and I guess being in bed and then they're like you know in in the house and they're like by themselves and I'm by myself it kind of like made the 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 viewing like a lot better than like anything else because you can act you're like you're in that you're in that mood or like that setting so I know yes. Chris I know Chris was in his element. <laughs> Dude, imagine, imagine if you if you imagine if you'd have seen it like in the theater when it was going on. I mean, that was the shit. And like Gabe said, the women, the, it made, it made everyone reacted, but made, but there was a couple key scenes, and I'll go into it later. You know, so I won't spoil it for the audience. You know, you better stick around and listen. You know, and uh, support our sponsors, hear their ads. But uh, you know, <laughs> the thing is, I'm not going to ruin it. But there were some key scenes that mainly the women gasped and yelled and all that shit when it happened. Well, let's yeah, de- definitely. Yeah. I, I agree with that. That there was a <laughs> pretty much like everyone in that damn room that you were stuck in with. You were all on the same page, watching the paranormal activity. You know, and you you all were just kind of like, you know, your jaws dropped all at the same time because you all were freaked out like for 
you know, you were uh, you you were kind of scared for those characters, those mm-hmm. people, because you kind of felt like you, they were relatable, like just how they carry themselves, just how they talk, and just how they, you know, uh, this is a this is just a, a normal everyday couple, you know, that's dealing with a paranormal activity. So you kind of feel a, a little bit of relation to these characters. So like when something actually does happen, then you kind of like. You're like, yeah, you know, I would have done the same shit. And honestly, one of the characters, which is the boyfriend, Mika, honestly, I felt like in a lot of relation with him. I I kind of felt like in the same boat with him. Mm -hmm. Not entirely, but for the good majority of the things that he says and does, I kind of felt on the same page with him. Well, I'll tell you, if there's a demonic spirit in my house, one thing I'm not doing is going into the attic at night yelling and screaming at it. I loved all I loved all those things they do because they build it up kind of like a you know like I guess like a wrestling match they don't just right off the bat give you the fucking you know the fit like doing the high flying things like it starts off where you know they they're they're building that charm when you when you're meeting them and they're joking around and let me just say dude let me just get it out of the way you know Katie's a goddamn <laughs> ten to ten biggest biggest knockers in the business dude I was I was in love with her when I saw this the first time and I was in love with her again when I saw it the fucking fifth time dude that girl is ah oh. I'm it like well I'm like baby girl don't worry about no demon you got me in here you know move, move, move over Nancy you know, yeah yeah. yeah yeah dude. <laughs> then she's in the like that pool seat I'm like hello I was like okay. <laughs> I was doing a bunch of Chris quotes for no reason. <laughs> oh, she's she's well endowed. I'll say that. And I'll leave it at that. He's got his eyebrow well, raised. Well <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say about that. So, yeah, dude, she's go ahead, man. You gonna put yeah, her over? Pretty much like how, <laughs> like how this movie actually ends up starting is it starts off with the guy already with the camera, and here comes the girlfriend driving into the driveway. And he, He's standing outside, you know, with the camera, and she's already, she's already like, wow, you bought that big-ass camera? I thought you were going to buy, like, a little home camera. And he's all, no, no, I got to gotta get the big stuff, you know, the good stuff. <laughs> so they, so she ends up saying, so all this, you know, because what they're already experiencing is noises and kind of knocks and scratches uh, along the house, especially more so at night, like when they go ahead and go to sleep. Yeah. So in this case, so the whole reason why he has that camera is that he thinks he's going to solve the problem. This is the idea he has throughout the whole movie, but he messes it up every time. So the whole idea of the camera is that he's going to capture whatever it is on film. He wants to analyze it or, you know, watch it, you know, understand what they're dealing with, and then they could execute the problem and solve it. Well, in the beginning, when he's explaining this to his girlfriend, Katie, he ends up telling her this, and she goes, she's, uh, he's all like, yeah, you never know, it could be an eight-year-old little, it could be like a young kid, you know, peeping Tom on my girl, you know. <laughs> yeah, I started laughing when, when, when he said that, I was like, yeah, dude, exactly. And she says, well, he, he would have had to have been like eight years old, too, or whatever, you know. Uh, when this whole thing started, when I was eight years old, because it's been you. following me around for a long ass time. Yeah, yeah, like I um, like did she like right away? Because I know in the later films, like they give it a name. They there's no name in this film, right? They don't name the actual no, no. right. Yeah, because no. yeah, I was um, 
because later on we'll get to it we're not gonna get to it here so yeah like they don't really go into detail other than like all this weird stuff's been going on and there's something following me and i'm like i'm hearing right. that and, and and like the way like she builds it up it's not like this out world crazy ass thing it's just hey there's there's something and you know there's always that one person you meet that may say like oh yeah I've, you know i've heard ghosts and you're like okay whatever but the way they fucking like built this up you know you know constantly to where you're like oh man there there is something going on here you know what i mean like i like how they do they do that um just subtle this just subtle things like the first night does does anything happen i think like fucking like the sheet moves or something small or some bullshit like that yeah and they're like so september 18th is night one and what happens there is there's nothing except you hear a little bit of a clanging sound like maybe someone's keys tapping on the counter that's that's right see I'm glad you took notes. Right. Cause and, I... <laughs> yeah, so she ends up going downstairs, and she's all, I put my keys over here. And oh, the boyfriend's okay. like, uh, okay, well, now they're over here. Yeah. All right, well, maybe some, he tries to make some kind of subtle excuse, like, eh, that's not that big of a deal. But, like, as you kind of figure out throughout the whole movie and you're watching this guy and how I, like I said, how I feel like I relate to this guy, he's never experienced any kind of paranormal activity. He's never seen any of that. He clearly shows, uh, he clearly shows, like, this attitude that he doesn't believe in any of it. I I feel the same way because, honestly, I'm in the same boat. You want to see it for yourself, right? You're like, come on, yeah. Exactly. I, I want to see the thing, and that was the whole point of the camera, and that's why he wants to catch this stuff. He wants to see it for himself. He wants to know it is real. He doesn't want to just say someone saying, like, oh, I saw a demon, and they made scratching noises on the wall. Yeah. I mean, th- there's a doctor that actually comes in. They end up calling this psychic, psychiatrist doctor, and uh, this paranormal doctor, and he's he even says that he's made a whole career out of this. But he's all like, explain yourself. Like, you know introduce yourself yeah. to me like what's your background what do you do for a living and explain what's been happening so she does that's that. dr avery's uh, the thing dr. is the what dr avery's that's the demonologist right right dr avery's so katie in this hand explains the whole situation she explains her background and he says really what's common he says if you think about it he's all um is that usually it could be a lot of these noises, scratches and stuff, you can have rodents. It could be a, a rattling pipes. It could be, you know, damn gust of wind coming in from the vents or something like that that usually cause these kind of abnorm- abnormalities, you know, throughout the house, you know, that, that make it weird. So, and it'll tend to freak people out. So, she, she, so that's kind of explainable. You're, that makes a lot of sense. You know, especially to Mika, I would think that too. Someone to say that there was a damn demon scratching the damn wall. I'm going to say, like, I believe you heard something. I'm not going to believe that it's a demon just yet. I need I need to see what's going on. I want to see if there's rats. I want to see if there's leaky pipes. I, I need to see this shit for myself. Exactly. And anybody that works in that field, whether it's, you know, <clears throat> so, uh, you know a more spiritualist type person or a Catholic priest, exorcist or whoever, when if you work in that field, Every Tom, Dick, and Harry's going to tell you they got the spirit in their house, but you got to, you know, filter and make sure everything's legit and adding up, and there's not some other thing that might be doing this. Yeah, you can't just any everyone that comes up to you, you're like, okay, let's, uh, you know, and, and you know, just believe them. You need, you know, some kind of okay, let's how, 
show me something so I can look deeper into it, you know, and then I'm going to look deeper into Katie. Right. <laughs> a little more closer up of her well-endowed yeah. being. <laughs> so, <laughs> in, in, in this case, like, so, and that's why he says introduce yourself. He wants to know more about her. And uh, the reason why is that he wants to see, like, you know, what do they do for a living? Are they drug addicts? Uh, do yeah. they have mental illness? Do they have anything else? You know, but then she actually goes on to, uh, she explains that she's a school teacher. She lives like a normal everyday life, her and Mika. Uh, he, what does it, uh, what, uh, what did the, uh, she end up saying about Mika that he does trades by day? He's a, he's a, he's day, a trader. day trader. Yeah, day tra yeah he's yeah. a day trader. I, I have no idea what a day trader is, but that's I'm pretty sure he's eBay or something. Are you cool <laughs> me giving the explanation on it? Let me guess, Chris. Let, let, let me guess, and you can you can correct me, Chris. Is it like when you're like you're 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 trading stocks like fast, like you know, like uh, I know I know it's what stock trading, but day trading like it's like it's like quick trading stock, or or, or you're gonna give me the the the, the real deal? No, you're ba you're basically on it. Is but yeah, it's you're looking for you get you have a pile of money sitting in an escrow account. You're waiting to get in on a stock when you see it dip, in and out, right? There you go. Yeah. yeah. See, there you go. Oh, See, wow. I, 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 I kind of had an idea because my dad would try to do that shit. But if this is like before they had fast computers. He's like, man, by the time I want to buy it, things are fucking ready. I started laughing. Anyway, go ahead, Gabe. <laughs> Enough trashing my dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, honestly, that, uh, you know, that kind of explains things for me. I was all thinking, like, what does he do? Buy and sell shit on eBay or something? And I was like, what the hell? Yeah. But I was like, but anyways, uh, he wants to get a, a full background. But here's the... This is where it starts getting a little more tricky because, like, like, again, we, we, we're we hearing in the beginning and we're seeing silly little things like, you know, the keys move or, like, the bed sheets move or something, you know, the wind gusting in the background or something. But what's tr uh, here's the interesting part that kind of gets you a, a little bit on the hook is that when she's explaining herself, she ends up saying, oh, this has happened to me since I was eight years old. What? Well, what do you mean? Yeah. They're all, well... Uh, me and my, I was eight years old and my sister was five and I saw a shadowy figure, you know, at the foot of my bed. I was so scared I couldn't move. I couldn't do anything. This has happened from time to time. Then after a while, then the house burnt down. I'm not saying it had anything to do with the haunting. I'm just saying the firefighters couldn't figure out or the investigation team couldn't figure out why the house burnt down. There was no electrical equipment. There was nothing that set the house ablaze. And they couldn't figure it out. Okay, so then what happened? Well, we moved. We literally had nothing, and we ended up moving. We got back on our feet. I was 13 years old again, and when I was 13, this, this is when it happened again. Okay, so it happened again at 13, and then went. Uh, then more recently, in the more passing days, this is actually started picking up again. Okay, so it happened when you were 8, 13, and now. It... Okay, so, and then he starts giving his explanation. He says, look, they start kind of roaming around the house, and then he gives his explanation saying, look, he says, you're saying it happened at 8, 13, and 20, whatever she is now. Uh, there could have been a chance that this thing is following, it's following you. It's following you, and it's lied dormant, and whatever it did, whatever it is, or whatever you're doing, triggered it, and it happens to resurface now it's ideal he even says it himself he's all ideal with ghosts you know 
when a person ends up passing away, you know, I deal with like the paranormal of like of a ghost. This is not a ghost. This yeah. comes across as a demon. Uh, I hate to use that word so loosely, yeah. but it's a, I would say a demon. So she's all like, oh, okay. And they said, okay, so I don't deal with that, but I know a name of a, I have a friend, a colleague that actually can deal with this kind of stuff. I want you to give him a call and he can do it. Honestly, I'm kind of terrified. This whole, this whole kind of thing kind of gives me bad vibes. You know, I can't deal with this. He says, I, I don't deal with that. They said, well, why don't we, why don't, uh, and Mika makes a suggestion and here's that dumbass attitude. But yet, like I said, I feel I, I'm in the same boat. He gives a suggestion. What if I get a Ouija board, try to communicate oh. with it, and say, hey, what do you want? And we just give it what it wants. The fucking response is awesome. Because the damn doctor says, because what it really wants is Katie. So... I would suggest for you not to do that because then you're going to be opening the door and you're welcoming it. So I hope you understand that. I do. Well, I hope so. So at this point, Mika it completely ignores the damn doctor and does it anyways. He does not give a shit. He suggested it to Katie saying, hey, I'm going to go ahead and get a Ouija board. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no. But look, I just want to know. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. And, and mind you, when he gets the Ouija board, that's night 15. That's October 2nd. And I mean, that's just like. You've had two months of haunting, and you think buying a Ouija board, when you know the story, you think that's a good idea because you just have to be Mr. Tough Guy Skeptic by nature. It's so it's so great when, like, that doctor's performance, when, like, when Gabe was, like, reciting it, like, perfectly, because, like, you have to understand, like, what the whole buildup build up is, and that's the buildup that she's explaining what's going on. At first, he's, like, just kind of whatever, right? And... You know, he's like the more and more as she's telling the story to a guy that unlike, you know, uh, Mika is just kind of like, oh, whatever, like a regular guy like you and me. Right. It's telling to somebody that like he said that I actually like this is what I do is, you know, and so he's hearing the story. And, like you could tell as he's walking around like he's selling for it, you know, that he like really acting really good that he's like like he knows that there's something going on the way he explains it. And, and like when he's talking about it you're like oh shit and then you it kind of makes you know makes you like in a way hate uh mika because he's like oh let's do this and do and you're like already like oh no dude don't you know don't do that but you're like there's a side of you that's like yeah dude um and i like what he says he's like well did y'all just start recording you know getting all this stuff and you know that's gonna probably it feeds off all the negative energy and like i, I it's funny because i never i didn't hear it like the first couple of times or whatever 
and I and I heard it, and then I was like asking myself, I'm like, oh, so like them recording it, like, and them seeing all the what's going on, like, made them more scared, and it made it like more powerful, you know. And I thought that was like really really cool that it wasn't just recording for the sake of recording, but it actually had a part to play in what happened and how it got worse and shit. Honestly, like, uh, if I was there with Mika and he made the suggestion of using a Ouija board, I honestly would have been on the same page and I would have high-fived that son of a bitch. I would have been like, <laughs> been like fuck yeah, that's a great Chris, idea. Let's fucking Chris, do this. Chris would have grabbed oh, his cross and yeah. walked out of the house, dude. I would have, I would have grabbed my my Lord's water. My, uh, there's a sub, you know, there's holy water, and then there's holy water from the city of Lourdes in France, where Saint Bernadette died. And there's all these miracles in like the springs where she had lived and whatnot. So I would have grabbed my bottle of Lord's water and just poured it all over the Ouija board. <laughs> Damn, I thought you, you were demon. gonna say put it in my super soaker and get ready to blast some shit. You know? uh, yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like I. I... Like I said, I feel so in common with with Mika because honestly, I don't believe in any of that. I I need to see it. So for him to he 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 makes all these suggestions. Even uh, a little later on in the damn movie, he even suggests and he tells his girlfriend. He says, "No, you're my girlfriend, and I'm going to protect you. I don't care who it is." And he's he's suggesting, "I want to try this." Uh, I want to get some baby powder and I want to throw it all on the floor and record that shit. So, mm -hmm. and that will solve the problem. I, I honestly don't understand how that would solve the problem, <laughs> but it, it is neat to understand that if that shit does appear, you know, that that's cool that now you actually got some legitimate, like, Hey, this is kind of proof here. I mean, I feel a little more, on the believe, uh, believable side that, you know, shit is going down, I don't want to start in, now I, I kind of feel like I don't want to antagonize this whatever this thing is, you know, that's haunting them. And that's when you uh, see the change in Mika, where you see him go from being the uh, skeptic by nature to seeing him after the Ouija board and, like, the thing goes on flames or whatever, and then the next night the powder and you see the footsteps and stuff, that's when he really changes. The foot, the foot look, uh, the footsteps look funny, right? Well, I don't remember. I don't remember if they were like chickens. They look like chicken steps or hooves. Yeah. Or like a, no, I guess no, a reptile. No, that was a that that was definitely an interesting thing too. In in most horror movies or supernatural horror movies, especially uh, I, the first movie that came to mind was that movie, uh, Drag Me to Hell. Um, was that they always depict like demons as having goat feet? Yeah, you know, and that's just like part of that paganism kind of, you know, like oh, the devil is part goat kind of shit. But honestly, like it, it would have been, like, been funny if it, it was a bunch of fucking Jordan, <laughs> Jordan footsteps. <laughs> that would have been. They're haunted by the black guy from down the street. <laughs> That would have been one of those Wayans Brothers late 90s parody movies. <laughs> He's wearing Jordans from 1990. Oh, shit. Oh, anyway. But it's, yeah, I was like, I, I was like, I remember looking kind of like reptile feet or like chicken. But, it, you know, of course, like you like you're saying, like, or maybe it was goat goat feet. I'm thinking wrong, but it was something like like a reptile looking foot, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. It was like a three prong kind yeah. of a reptile foot or something like that, which I, I thought it was. Yeah, you know, better than going with the typical, you know, goat feet. <laughs> with the typical fucking Air Jordans, right? <laughs> yeah, of course. 
the, no, the, the Bruno Mali shoes that OJ wore. Yeah, you <laughs> fucking some New Balances, dude. Some Converse, but um, <laughs> fucking so that all that shit happens, and like you, the heat, you, they, uh, they, like they hear like a grunt or they hear some kind of stomping, right? That's what it is, stomping. I'm, all, it's all coming back to me now. I just watched it like 50 times. But yeah, they hear the stomping and like that, that shit freaked me out. I was like, can you imagine being in that situation? I'd be like, hey man, I mean, you you kind of like you know, you, you hear like oh you know the you know the recording's making it worse. But like when that shit's going on, how can you not want to like capture it? You know what I mean? Like just for your own like you feel like if it's what like you would at least think or at least I would like if you're recording something that it may not try to do something because it's being watched, but. I mean, I, I, that's just the way I think, though. Obviously, that wouldn't have worked. <laughs> so exactly, like, like I said, all the shit that he's doing, I felt like I, I would have done the same shit. I'm like, I need to record this stuff. Yeah. You know, I'll get my damn camera out. You know, I'll, uh, you know, I'll, I'll do some shit. I'll, I'll, you know what I thought was really cool was that he even bought. Well, I think he already pre- previously had. He had like some kind of special recorder, uh, where like as silent as the room is. He'll go ahead and start. He was trying to communicate with it. He was like asking it questions. Hey, hey, what do you want? Come on, somebody say something. So you wouldn't hear anything at all. But then when he puts it on his laptop, it actually starts making like some grunting, growling noises after one of the questions. Like, hey, do you want me to get a Ouija board? Do you want to talk? And it goes, rah, like it, it does like a, well, I, I make it sound cartoony, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> It actually has like a more significant growl on there, and so you're just like it's like oh, that Chris that? grunt right after a belt buster and shit. Yeah, there you go. Like he just had a day good yeah. deal. Like, how are you doing, Chris? Yeah. You know, like, oh, <laughs> very abnormal grunt. Yeah, and then and then there's um she had mentions that like her house burned down and all that and the, the firefighter stuff and you know again like it's a, it's all the build up fucking um. She fucking, uh, she starts like just standing up in the middle of the night and shit. And I don't know if does he address that she's like did he did he look and did he see her like you're just standing there or whatever the fuck I don't know I don't he know did, if he, yeah. he did. Wait, every time they wake up and she does something like that he says like you're standing there like a weirdo just staring there. Yeah yeah I was like I was like that would have freaked me the fuck out having like you know my my lady fucking. Just standing up for like hours. I don't know how many. Hours. I think it was like two hours or some bullshit that she was doing it. And then uh, they hear some kind of bull- bullshit. I don't know what initiate. I don't, I don't remember what initiates it. But that's when they go into the the attic, the over ass attic, dude. And I, I, I want Gabe to tell it the way only the only way he he does because he does the suspense right and kind of <laughs> the whole background, the significance of the burnt gimmick that they find and shit. Yeah. Well, like uh. With the whole standing around, uh, she actually en- ends up making reference, saying that she ends up hearing she ends up hearing voices, and he's all like, "Oh, you probably heard me." And this this is in conversation. I think uh, I think the doctor was present at the time. Uh, she ends up saying like, "No, I hear voices, like you know, whispering my name." And he's all, "Oh, you probably heard me, you know, just kind of w- uh, say your name like in my sleep or something." She's all, I think I can hear you from way over here on this side of the bed in comparison to, like, right here next to my ear. So, kind of, like, besides it, besides this demon already following her, it's already, like, making suggestions. It's already doing stuff. So, at this point, she's already standing around. She she gets up in the middle of the night, and she ends up standing around. And she, 
it's capturing her on a recorder. The re- the camera is still rolling even at night, sitting on the stand while they sleep. So that way you can keep recording the whole damn time. So anyway, she gets up in the damn middle of the night and she's standing there. So all of a sudden you see the time kind of fast forward a little bit. Like it, like you said, I think it's about two hours or three hours or so. Anyway, she's standing there for so many hours. It fast forwards. All of a sudden, Mika gets up in the middle of the night and he's all like, where the fuck is Katie? You know, he's like looking around for her. So he's going around. He's looking. He's looking around for her. He can't find her. He's searching around the whole damn house. He ends up going downstairs. He ends up seeing the back patio actually open. He's like, what the hell? So he op- he goes back there and he pull, pull, uh, like pulls the shades or whatever like aside and he ends up sitting on a he sees her sitting on a damn bench and she's just sitting there like in a daze and he's like hey hey w- what are you doing are you okay and she's all like oh oh uh, I'm all right uh, come on get inside it's cold no oh. what do you mean no it's cold it, you're freezing it, it it's freezing out here get inside no. No, no, like she was like, kind of, she was kind of fighting him on this. Mm-hmm. He, she really didn't want to go back inside. She wanted to stay out there. So he's all, all right, all right, H- hold on. I'll, I'll, let me go and get. Uh, let me go ahead and get you a blanket. So he goes. He goes back inside, and then when he ends up uh, turning around, she comes back and she's like, "What?" He's all like, "Well, what the hell?" He's all. Are you okay? What what's going on? Why'd you wake me up? And what do you mean wake you up? What are you doing? You were outside. Well, I just want to go to sleep. I, she's all in the day. She's confused. She doesn't know what the hell is going on. Anyway, so coming the next day, he's all like, "Hey, uh, you know, I, I want to show you something." So he's showing her video. He has like a little laptop of the video from last night, and he says, "Look, do you remember any of this?" No, 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 I don't. You were standing there for a legitimate, like, two to three hours just staring at me like some kind of weirdo. (laughs) That was cool because he actually specifically calls her a weirdo. So then, and she's like, (laughs) she's like, well, no, no, I, I, she's really concerned. She's like, no, I don't, I don't remember any of that. She's all, yeah, like, seriously. He's like telling her, he's all, look, and not only that, I found you in the backyard. You really don't remember anything. What, what it's can like I me say? driving home from a hangout. Exactly. Like, nobody really knows. We, we just kind of do shit. And, and now it's kind of starting games that... It's starting to give that suggestion now that maybe it's going to be possession, not just a haunting anymore. Yeah. So now you're kind of concerned for her because she doesn't know what she's doing. She's sleepwalking. She's in a trance. She's talking about shit. The whole place is acting weird. The TV's turning on randomly. Yeah, they have a TV in their damn bedroom. And you know, they're all they're all confused. They're all, they just don't know what's going on. They're hearing shit and so now you're just concerned that it's possession. Later on, I think like a couple of nights later or even the next night, you know, all of a sudden there's like a loud bang and there's a shriek and you're like a kind of a yelling and they're like freaking out. They're like, "Oh my god, what the hell?" So Leave it to Katie. She's already like panicking. She's like, "Oh, oh, don't leave me, Mika. Don't leave me." And he's like, "No, no, no. Just fine, fine. Just come with me." So she, he, she ends up tagging along, and he's there with his camera, trying to figure out, "Well, what the hell was that? What was that bang or whatever?" So he's looking around the whole damn house, can't figure out shit. 
guess what happens? He ends up walking uh, walking along the, the top, uh, the second floor. And on the second floor, they have a little closet. They happen to look in that closet. And right above, above on the, the roof of that closet, there happens to be a door. Which is basically every house has like a door to the attic. You know, that's where they put insulation or they'll... You know, families will go ahead and put their shit and everything up. And anyways, that she even explains, "Hey, do you ha- uh, did you know that was there?" He's all, "No, no, I didn't. I don't see how you couldn't. I mean, like I said, every house has one. <laughs> anyway, so in this case, she's all like, "I don't. She's all, don't. What are you doing? I'm gonna get a ladder. I'm gonna go up there. No, 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 no don't go up there. Don't go. Please, please, don't go. No, it's gonna be real quick. Don't worry. I'm, I'm just gonna take a peek. I'm not gonna go." I'm not going to do anything. I, I, but something bad can happen. No, no, no. Nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to happen. It'll be fine. So he goes and grabs it. turns The camera turns off real quick, and it turns right back on. He goes and gets the damn ladder. Goes, and he looks. But it's not just looking anymore. He actually enters the damn attic. He ends up, he ends up finding something. Guess what he finds? Nancy Stong. He found a picture of Nancy up there. No, no. That's scarier than the demon. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, he actually goes up there and he comes back, back down with a burnt photo. The burnt photo is of this little girl. The little girl happens to be Katie. Now they're really like, what the hell was that? You know, what in the world is going on? You know, why is that picture? I thought everything was burned in the fire. I don't even know how they got up there. You know, leave it to them. They're panicking. Typical couple. They're going back and forth. He's questioning things that she can't answer. I mean, that that's all there is to it. That He's asking her questions. She doesn't know the answers to, and she's freaking out. So, I mean, there's nothing else to it. So, at this point, they don't know how they got a hold of it. Now, all of a sudden, as the story starts progressing, now she's starting to act a little funky, a little weird. She, he ends up finding her downstairs in a trance, ha- gripping onto, because they're having more uh, hauntings and things that are happening. The, the whole time, happening. the whole time that you're explaining it, it just sounds like one of those drunk Chris Knights. <laughs> <laughs> a bag of Cheetos everywhere. He's just walking around. He's just standing there. <laughs> <laughs> He's just waking up, <laughs> fucking shit. It's like, damn, dude. But go ahead, my bad. It's just, it's just bringing flashbacks. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, well, like in this case, like I said, she's going through a trance. She, it seems like more possession, like it's trying to get a hold of her, and she can't seem to fight it off, and leave it to him. Again, like I said, since the beginning, his <clears throat> idea was to record figure out and and try to solve the problem but all he's doing is recording and he's like antagonizing it he starts yelling at the ghost or the demon he starts doing these ridiculous little stunts to try to capture stuff on footage but he's not actually coming up with any great solutions to try to solve it so at this point get this he ends up saying like okay we're going to have to call uh, this demonologist. They, they end up calling the demonologist, and they they couldn't respond, so they end up uh, calling back that doctor again, that, psych, <laughs> that psychic. The moment he steps 
to the house, he starts freaking out. He's all, no, 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 I can't be here. What do you mean? There's just too much bad, you know, like bad mojo here. And I can feel it. And Dr. Avery's is going to be back in the country for a few days. Yeah, exactly. So at this point, he just turns around and takes off. And he's just like, (laughs) He's all, fuck this. (laughs) 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 Like fucking scary movie too and shit. He's like, fuck this. Fuck. Yeah, so, I fucking that that you know I you know w- once you know what you're dealing with, this guy's like fuck all that. That's that 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 guy is the perfect Chris of the movie. He's like nope. <laughs> He's not- <laughs> <laughs> the, you know I've told I've told I might have told the story on here, but Mark, I mean, we'll save the whole details for for enough for like a full podcast. Uh, but, we, but I might have mentioned it. But Mark had stayed into a, 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 a stayed at a house where it really was like haunted, dude. It was pretty insane, and 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 Chris did just that. Like uh, something had it was like a controller, right, or a remote. Chris that like flew off the story that y'all tell me. No, that that wasn't when I left the house. That like I saw that, but that didn't make me leave the house. It was a year later when we were there, and it turned on his computer that I watched him turn off. Turned it on. And started playing a Van Halen song that we had been talking about earlier. And then it starts playing, like, this song that Mark had been listening to in his car a lot. And then, like, it flickers the living room lights on and off and the dining room lights on and off. And the water in the guest bathrooms off and on. And I'm like, dude, I, I can't handle this. <laughs> good old good friend Chris, dude. He's like, I gotta go, Mark. Because Mark had told me, he goes... Like, they're telling me this story, and Mark goes, yeah, this fucking motherfucker just, I gotta go. <laughs> well, I didn't even know, you know what I did the next day? No, Mark was all cool, calm, like, it didn't, like, he thought it was funny, like, like, no, well, you know, and... yeah, well, you know, he's not gonna, like, Stokes, Chris, stay here, please, you know, but Chris, you know, <laughs> but Chris fucking scumbag is like, I'm getting no, but the you fuck. you press him on it, you press him on it, he's all, what, what's it gonna do, is it gonna drag me to hell? Come on, who cares? I know, but you're still, you know, but that's Chris, though. Yeah, that's Chris, So the next day, do you know what I did the next day is I went there, and I went there with my my miraculous medals, and I put one in every room in the house, and that shit calmed down drastically. Okay, tough guy. Well, now now let me ask. I mean, mean, as you, you were telling this story, and, like, leave it to someone like me. I've never seen things like this. And and even if little things like the remote flying or something, there's always I always believe there's a logical explanation, even though it may not have some grade A understanding. I I still like to believe that there is some kind of believable explanation. Were you drinking at that time? No, I was not. There was no drugs involved. No, we both no, no, and we both, and that's the thing. We both <laughs> saw that happen, and he was like, "Dude, that happens all the time. No big deal." Yeah, the thing, the but, thing is, well, go ahead, dude. Mm-hmm. No, no, go for it. So the thing that, that with, with me is that like I've always felt like I'm not one of the I'm not a person that's gonna say like, "Oh, I I feel this," and like I never feel like evil unless you know very rare situations, probably like you know a handful of times in my entire in my entire life. You know what I mean? And um, the story, like, what, what kind of brought it up is that they, the thing is, is they didn't even tell me anything. Like, they didn't say, hey, this place is haunted or any, anything like that. That's what makes it so, at least.
the the coolest thing that like for me like as a shocker kind of deal right it would be a cool movie too is that uh mark had a pool in the back and we were swimming and we, when we were done and i had been there like a like a you know quite a few times and i never like had any problem but i had went to you know to the bathroom to take a piss you know because i'm not a piece of shit that pisses in the pool and mm-hmm. <laughs> i went to go take a piss and like when you go inside, you go walk down this long hallway. It's a pretty long hallway, and there's, like, the other rooms. I had never been back there. And I'm taking a piss, right? This is how you know it's true, right? And I'm like, I feel like someone's watching me, like, from behind. And I'm, like, trying to, you know, trying to piss <laughs> faster. And I'm like, holy. And I'm kind of, like, freaking out. Like, and, and I, you know, and I, and I you know, it, I, I've said it before, too. I'm like, I live by myself. Like, you know, I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm alone. I don't ever feel like, oh, I'm, I'm afraid of shit. Like, no, you know. But when I was there, I felt like, man, I need to get out of here. Like, I, you know, and you know, like your your instincts tell you. So I'm like, taking my piss, and I'm like, and I, and I get into the hallway, and it like it, it kind of like amplifies for me to where I feel like someone's like really, like, coming after me from like behind me, and I'm like, and I can't wait to get outside, you know. And I go outside, and I'm like, kind of like freaked out. But, of course, you don't want to be like, dude, I'm scared. You know, like, you know, you don't like, – but I'm like – I had just – I had just – I had said it to, to Mark and I think Chris at the same time. And I was like, man, you know, it was a little bit later. I don't know if it was that day or, or another day, but I had told him, like, the same thing I had told, you know, told you all. Like, oh, I went over there. And I was like, I felt like someone was watching me. Like, it felt like something was over there. And then Mark, that's when he starts telling his story. You should still hear some of his shit, dude. I, um, I might have a recording somewhere I'll post. But – it turns out that, that all kinds of crazy shit has happened there, and me, like, I don't go to anybody's house, and start telling them, oh, I feel, I feel evil here, I feel so, yeah, I don't do that shit, right? But I went to his Where house. Yeah, I went to his house. I've gone to everybody. I've gone to a lot of people's houses. I've never said shit like that. That was like probably the, the first time I'd ever like, you know, been like, man, this is fucked up. You know what I mean? Like. And that's what makes it so, you know, good. And I, I know Mark's not going to start bullshitting about fucking hauntings and shit like that, you know. And, um, yeah, so it's always been, you know, and he's – like I said, I'll, I'll save it for when he tells his uh, – tells it on the podcast. Maybe he'll he'll go ahead and get us over. He's told me the stories like a few times and shit, and it's like every time I'm like, and you didn't get the fuck out of there? <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, no, nope, yeah. uh, I ain't going nowhere. It's my house. My house. <laughs> but – what happens once uh, that final night, Gabe, with uh, Katie's fine ass? So, so at this point, so at this point, Katie's already like she's already traumatized. She's already like she's already kind of drained. Every single night, like it, it seems like something has already been happening, and they could not, they can't seem to get any sleep. They they are tired. They're they just kind of given up in a way, but not. But not so much Mika. He's still, he's still determined to try to solve this problem. So leave it to her. She's curled up in bed and she's like, "I'm done. You know, this is it. You know, let's just stay here." And he's all like, "His plan is like, look, let's just solve this and let's take off for now. Let's go stay at a hotel. Let's go somewhere else. There's no point in just staying here because it's just going to be even worse." And she's all, no, 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 it'll be fine, it'll be fine. And she, he's all like, no, come on, let's take off now. Let's pack our bags, let's just get out of this house right now. And she's all, no, 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 it'll be fine, trust me, it'll be okay, okay, I'll, we'll stay here. He's all, fine, you convinced me. So he takes off and she's all like, we'll both be fine. And like, what, <laughs> we'll both? So it kind of already gives you an impression she's possessed. 
Here it comes at night. They're asleep. The recorder's still going now. All of a sudden, she gets up, and he's knocked out. Of course, he doesn't He doesn't sense her waking up or getting any movement. So she wakes up. She gets up, starts staring at his ass again for another so many hours, ends up wandering her ass downstairs. So now this is in real time. Now all of a sudden, like, okay, she's gone, and Mika's asleep. Mika! 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 Help! Help! And, like, what the hell? Like, he's like... Like, he's, like, half asleep. He doesn't know what to think. He's just like, whoa, what the hell? And he just says, Mika, Mika. Oh, my God. So he gets up, fucking runs his ass downstairs. Mika, help. Boom. You just hear, like, this loudest bang, and it's just quiet all of a sudden. You're just like, what the hell happened? You don't see any of this. This The camera, he didn't even, he didn't hesitate. He got up, and he ran to her. He ran to her, tried to help her. The camera was staying inside the bedroom the whole time, so we're kind of just hearing all the audio and stuff like that. We're just seeing the bedroom. All of a sudden, dun, 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 like, uh, we're like, what the hell is that thumping? All of a sudden, you see her ass. Like, well, we don't see her. We, all of a sudden, we hear thumping, and it stops, and this freaking body flies at, this, at the damn camera, knocking it over. You're like, oh shit, something like went straight at the camera. What the hell was that? Don't, don't. And all of a sudden you see it's Katie. You're like, what the hell? She gets down on all fours and she's all like crawling around like the damn exorcist. You're like, oh mm-hmm. shit, the damn body was uh, Mika. She fucking killed his ass. Oh, snap. That's it. He's dead. So she comes over here. She starts crawling towards the damn body and starts, like, sniffing it or doing something to it. And then all of a sudden, she looks at the damn camera. And then she makes, like, this horrible kind of ghost face, like the way you usually see, like, on uh, damn commercials or on the damn YouTube when they try to freak you out. Black eyes with uh, black mouth or whatever. It's all, you know, ghost looking. Anyway, so she attacks the camera and the whole camera goes black and then it's all, like... No other evidence has been found. Uh, Katie, uh, they found the ba- they found the dead body, and Katie uh, Featherston has not been found. Has been missing ever since, uh, due to lack of audio or lack of video. Blah blah blah. And it just and then it just ends. Now keep in mind there are, there is alternate endings to this movie. So I guess there's like the theater version then there's like the dvd and then there was a special suicide version that was only for a private viewing when they were first getting the public view of this damn movie so that's and you would think like oh that's kind of vague why would they make seven movies off that well apparently they're all in connection with each other so you kind of have to want if you want more background on where this demon came from why it's there Who's Katie and what happened to her when she was younger? You need to watch the other movies because they all connect with each other, so you can get more background on that. So it makes it more entertaining. Yeah, I mean, you had mentioned that that ending, and man, it scared the fuck out of me when you like he runs, like you hear the screaming and all that, and then he runs out, and then you just the body flies. <laughs> like that shit scared me, dude. I was like, oh shit, I wasn't expecting it. And then the face at the end that freaked me out too, man. And it was just. Like I said, I had a, I had a lot of fun like rewatching this motherfucker. Like, um, it it felt like brand new again for me because I didn't remember anything other than like, you know, 
there, there's a bunch of shit going on. That's it. I don't remember like I didn't remember specifics. Right. And um, you know, fucking when I put it on and I, and I took the time to like you know and like I said, you're by yourself. All those things. It made it probably better than I would have, you know, given like score wise for it because because of those, you know, you know, facts. I didn't remember it. Um, I was watching it by myself on like, you know, uh, just, a, you know, I think it was like a work day. I had the day off and I fucking was just chilling. And it was just like and I and I kept watching it. I kept watching it because I was like, man, this is so, you know, so cool. And, you know, I don't know, I guess I guess we got to go ahead and uh, go to Mark's rental or whatever just to see the ghost for itself with the Ouija board and bring Chris. So. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just say, you know, this, this one back in the day, it really put me on the path to watch all of them. And I think I watched like all four or five of them at the time when I decided to watch them. I think it was like, what did you say? Like seven now or ish or yeah, eight? Yeah, there's seven of those movies and there happens to be like a, I guess kind of not a, I guess not really a remake, I guess, but of the first one, but there's a Japanese version of it. So yeah. technically eight, but you know, that's, you know, we're sticking with the American ones, so there's seven of them. Yeah. No, so, I mean, I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and just fucking say it, dude. I mean, uh, rating-wise, you know, I had, a, like I said, a ton of fun. It's definitely one that, like, now that I've kind of jumped back into it, like, I'll probably watch on Halloween. You know, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to see. I, from what I remember, I like either two or three a little bit more than this one. But we'll, but we'll see once we get there. Um, I'm going to give this motherfucker like an 8 out of 10, dude. I thought it was really fucking good. CJ? Yeah, same. I'll give it a... You know what? I, I got to go with a 9. I got to go with a 9 because on such a low budget and such a simple... You know, it's very one-dimensional. Everything only takes place inside that house. And mainly, 90% of the time with these two people, occasionally Katie's friend comes over, occasionally Dr. Featherstone. But really, 90% of the time, it's just Mika and Katie in this house. Um, and so, and it's not any kind of plot storyline that hasn't been done before. There's been horror movies before about a ghost that follows someone regardless of where they live. You know, wanting to take somebody over, whatever. And the buildup of what it does, more and more haunting in the house. It's nothing new, but just the, 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 the seriousness and the way they built it up. Like you said at the very beginning, it's a wrestling angle done right. And follow through correctly. And if you're there in a dark setting watching it engaged from beginning to end, it's going to creep you out. It's going to be exactly what a scary movie is supposed to be. Scary, creeps you out, gets into you, that kind of thing. So for that reason, on such a low budget and with inexperienced actors and with only one set, did a great job. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They did the build-up perfect. Gabe, what did you what, – what, you know, going back to it, dude, you know – was it better or worse than it was when you first saw it, or what was what was going through your head, man? You know, uh, watching this movie, it, it is very entertaining, and it's you know, it's just like it's fun to watch. It, it does have a little slow, you know, beginning, but it's it's not it's not a bad thing though, because you know it, it's there for a reason. Like you, some of the antics and the conversations and stuff. It, it's pretty funny. And <laughs> I, I find myself watching this from time to time. Like, honestly, like it, it's kind of like Blair Witch. If you're a fan of Blair Witch and those found footage kind of movies like VHS and all that, I, I mean, these are, they're good movies. And honestly, paranormal activity is, it's entertaining as well. I, I mean, I honestly, I wouldn't say this is just a Halloween movie. 
I would say like, hey, man, I got a dark and stormy night. You know, I ain't going nowhere. I got a six pack of beer. I'm going to sit down and watch a damn good movie. I can put this on. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. So honestly, I'm going to uh, this is definitely rewatchable for me and I have no issues with it. Uh, Seven point eight. Almost right. an eight, but it, it's rewatchable, though. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 where I was at with it. You know, basically, I'm like, it's it's really good. You know, I, I you, you can watch it at any time. But, you know, specifically, I have to watch it on Halloween. You know what I mean? That's I think I like to save the best ones for it. But, yeah, I mean, episode fucking 78 got over. I'm not too sure what we're going to do next. We might do Paranormal Activity 2. Or we might just do. I think Gabe wanted to do the It remake, right? The the the. the oh fun. yeah. So we, yeah, we'll probably do that one next, and then we'll do we'll, we'll kind of like go go back and forth and jump around. But uh, yeah, dude. I hope everyone enjoyed this one, and we'll see you on the next one. Man, you gotta be shitting me. That mother's strong. <laughs> Peace. I'm out.